Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. Welcome to Macintosh and Mod. I'm Diana, aka Mod. And I'm David, aka Macintosh. It's My Little Pony Season 6, Episode 12 Spice Up Your Life. Pinkie Pie and Rarity try to help when the Tasty Treat, an Indian restaurant, is failing due to conflicts between the owner and his daughter, the chef. Ooh, it's Pinkie Pie and Rarity on the road eating food. Nice. And also, we have a guest. <gasps> a guest? Yes, David, who's our guest? Our guest is none other than Morgan from, I don't know, like a bunch of different RPG podcasts, including The Red Death. It's internet famous Morgan. Uh, am I that famous? I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> you are now. Oh, oh, geez. Oh, wow. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Morgan, thank you so much for being here to talk ponies. I am excited to be here. I love My Little Pony. I just haven't caught up and I feel really bad, but I'm here. <laughs> it's okay. So yeah, you love ponies. Like what's your what's your history with My Little Pony? I guess I just started watching the Friendship is Magic. That's this series. This version. That, that series. Well, so many people think My Little Ponies, they think of the 1980s, and I just be like, mm, nope, that was mm. before my time. So <laughs> I just randomly just started watching it. I really like how cute and you know warm and fuzzy it is so that's that's why i enjoy it but just, mm -hmm. so i've i've caught a few seasons here and there just like a lot of shows i am very behind <laughs> it's it's hard to keep up with all of them how do you feel about rarity she's not my favorite i can understand her place within the group because you know you know they all have their own personality type and stuff but mm -hmm. yeah just her i'm just like anytime it's like a mainly her show i'm kind of like Eh, but I think hers are really good because it shows, I mean, obviously your listeners know about Rarity and her personality type. It's mm -hmm. very vain and into fashion and very like superficial, but she also has those moments where it really reflects on her understanding like friendships and relationships in general. Mm -hmm. So it's it's definitely, I, I don't like her as the character. I like the arc she goes through. That is a very measured opinion about Rarity that I fully respect because <laughs> I am... I'm a little more negative, but similar uh, wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know specifically, uh, we have a rarity rating on this show. Oh, okay. um, when we started, I hated rarity. I don't think she deserves to be a full-fledged main six pony because she's vapid and annoying, in my opinion. And me being the contrarian that I am, I decided that I needed to defend rarity as part of the main six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we decided that going through all these episodes that we would award or detract points and half points. So usually it's in half point increments. So if she gets to a 10, I have to admit that she deserves to be a full-fledged main six pony. And, and where are y'all at right now? Do you know? We started the season at a 7.5 and she just lost half a point. She was really awful in my opinion. She should have lost a whole point, but we settled on half a point. Okay. I love Rarity, but she was a total bitch in that episode. <laughs> it's true. It's true. She, she was a bitch. That's just, that, that's just facts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was awful. Yeah. So, yeah, that's another thing we're going to have to discuss at the end of this episode because this is a, mm, this is a hmm yep. episode. Yep. yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We do have this restaurant called The Tasty Treat, and we have two characters that have very Indian names, but neither of the voice actors 
for either of those characters is of Indian descent. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I was thinking about that as I was playing. I was like, I wonder if these are actually Indian voice actors. But see, hearing that they aren't, that's really kind of disappointing, honestly. Yes. Saffron Masala is voiced by Diana Karina. She is of Chinese and Finnish descent. And her father, Coriander Cumin, is played by Lee Trakar. He is of Canadian descent. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, um, the foreign state of Canada. <laughs> that's just uh, the, the great white north. Uh, Emphasis on the white. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's that's where this episode feels really icky to me, which I hate because there's a good message in there, but it's being clouded by this ick factor. Yeah. And especially knowing that now, because like when they started this, if you don't mind me bringing up the, the song bit of it. Sure. Is is that it was very Bollywood inspired, in which I love, but like also I was thinking at the same time, I was like, okay, are these Indian actors or is this just like a trope on Indian cuisine and culture? So I'm like, hearing this now, I'm just like, oh, it's just, they're just playing up a trope. Yeah. And they do, they do state that the restaurant is Indian. So that's yeah. cool. The decor works okay. The music, okay, fine. Why isn't your cast uh, uh, Indian? Like, why? I know. Like, or why did they have to go with those accents? Mm hmm. Yeah, seriously, like that—that's where it felt icky. Uh, yeah, I know. I just like us in here. I was like, okay, we love this show. There are several moments and missteps that they have made along the way, and some of it has to do with the makeup of the writers' room. It's very white. Can't hide that. And that's what's great about shows that you enjoy. Like you can still love them, but be critical of them. Oh, absolutely. Yes. What this is is a group of white writers trying to expand this pony verse to include ponies from other cultures and to try and and impact that but doing so badly doing so where it's made into tokenism yeah every time that they've they've done this where they've created a character that's from another culture it's often done in a really bad and short-sighted way yeah i remember seeing that there is the 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 zebra the zebra yeah zakora yep yeah zakora yeah and i was just like "Mm." yeah it's just it's it's bad the way that they've set it up initially And the hope is that as they go along, they learn from those mistakes. Since we're covering this now, like way after the fact, of course, we can all we can do is be like, okay, well, I hope that we don't see this problem again. I don't think we've seen the same problem over and over again as we've gone through the series. So that's good. All right. So we start this episode. We're in the throne room at Twilight Sparkle's castle, and they're all looking at the table where they usually have the cutie map, but it's not there right now. As you've all probably noticed, it's been quite some time since the map sent us on a mission of friendship. Yeah, ever since Starlight messed with it to go back in time and try to change history. Yes, but since then, as part of her study, Starlight's been assisting me, and together we think we've come up with a spell that can get it working again. And so, like, Starlight comes over, and she's super nervous, and Spike is clawing at the table, like he's trying (laughs) to open up the table. He's trying to figure out how to get the cutie map back on. Where's the on switch? (laughs) (laughs) and so like okay so they start like doing their magic thing and all of a sudden like the cutie map bursts on like a static television finally coming clear and like we see all the cutie marks start bouncing around and Pinkie Pie is super excited about this Fluttershy and Twilight and Appalista. No, me and Rainbow Dash and Lost Pegasus. No, Rainbow Dash and Twilight and Gagakistan. No, Twilight and Twilight and Twilight's Castle. Oh, me, me, me. Oh, me and Rarity. Oh, I hope it's some faraway place that no pony has ever gone before. 
<laughs> well, maybe not too far away. An adventure somewhere that has modern conveniences would be preferable. <gasps> Canterlot! This is wonderful! I can check the boutique. Perhaps there'll be some social events that we can attend. I'll have to pack extra outfits. What will I wear? You know, some ponies get excited about the silliest things. Really, Pinky? Oh, thank you, Pinkie Pie, for making fun of Rarity for me. It brings me joy. It makes my heart happy. By also making fun of Pinkie Pie? It's, it's one of those, like, meta statements. Which is Pinkie Pie to a T. Pinkie Pie defying time and space yet again. I was about to say that. Yes. <laughs> she is a Time Lord. We have established this over and over again. Her curly Q hair in the front is her is her sonic screwdriver. And I thoroughly believe that her main and or her party cannon act as a TARDIS. I can see it. That's just the way it is. <laughs> I've thought way too much about this. <laughs> oh, we get our theme song. My little pony, my little pony. Ah. All right, so we're riding the Friendship Express. Chugga, 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 chugga. Man, we're riding that Pony Express a lot this season. we got to go back and forth to new places. That's true. We're traveling. Now then, as far as finding a friendship problem, I suggest we start at the castle and begin to question the proper... Oh, Rarity, you don't find a friendship problem. It finds you. We just need to go with the flow and eventually, kablam, we get friendship problemed right in the eyes. Well, this is a team effort, so if you feel we should go with the flow, then... With the flow, we shall go. But where's the flow saying we should go? And so at this point, they have walked into town and they're walking through Canterlot. You know Canterlot. What do you think we should do? Hmm. Take your pick. Culture, couture, cuisine. And at this point, Pinkie Pie's stomach makes a cartoon large rumble noise. Woo, she hungry. Oh my. Well, it sounds like your stomach is saying we should float somewhere towards lunch. I know just where to go. We get a cartoon swipe, and now we're on Restaurant Row. The absolute best place for fine dining in all of Equestria. Oh, so many choices. Where should we go? This one? This one? That one? Those ones? Any establishments that have this, the three-hoof rating. Um, whose hooves? Why, Zesty Gourmand, the queen of cuisine. When it comes to food, she is the ultimate authority in Canterlot, and thus all Equestria. She judges a restaurant on cuisine, decor, and presentation. Without her approval, a restaurant simply cannot survive. What's so important about her approval? Zesty grew up around fine dining, and every pony hangs on her every word when it comes to cuisine. Wow! Then the food here must be amazing! Lead the way, partner! <laughs> okay, Pinky is super excited about food. Yeah. And, and this food critic. There's only one person I trust implicitly with their food recommendation, and that's my friend Liz. Because that woman eats everywhere. She tries every new restaurant in town. And she is picky as hell. So if she says something is good, it is good. I, I don't understand like Zagat ratings. I also don't understand if your rating system doesn't include like dive places with greasy food as well. Like I need to know where to find the cheap $5 nachos, okay? I mean, sometimes you're just in the hankering for like nachos yeah. and you're like, I need to know where to go. Yeah, like you don't need like a fine dining experience. You want like like just good grub. And also I don't like to get dressed up. So fancy food is out. Bye. <laughs> so we are in a fancy restaurant, super frou-frou-y. We get like a maitre d' and we have this, you know, like a five-star restaurant style place. And they they bring the food out and it's got the food cover on it. Oh my, such presentation 
Mm. Oh. And Pinkie Pie sees this, and it's the tiniest food, and she just gulps the whole thing down. Uh, maybe I'm not in the mood for whatever this is. Can we try someplace else? Well, I love that her tasting method is to slam her face onto the plate and then eat the food. She's hungry. <laughs> she also doesn't have hands so, or like a unicorn horn that helps her like levitate food. So facts. She does what she can. <laughs> and she's hungry. There's there's no time for chewing. But okay, so she wants to go someplace else because that was not enough food. I understand this problem. So we get a screen swipe to an almost identical restaurant and setup. Just the colors are different. And shapes on the back wall. Yeah. And she does the same place. Uh, maybe one more stop. We do the same swipe again. And again, same restaurant style, just different colors and, you know, background shapes. Blah! Nope! And so this time we swipe and we're on the street. And like, Pinkie Pie is desperate at this point. Maybe instead of trusting somebody else's hooves, I should pick the place. Ugh, very well. And so now she's sniffing and following her nose. This is the way to find food. It does help. And so Pinkie Pie like kind of like weaves around and we get to this restaurant that looks very different from everything else. Hmm. The tasty treat. It's very rustic. Okay. I love Rarity. I really do. But every time she brings up the word rustic, it's an insult every time. She means cheap. Yeah, she does. And low rent. That's what she's meaning. I don't like it. Uh-huh. I can't defend it. No. You, you can't. Yeah, you, this is something you cannot defend. Nope. But, but she might be able to earn it back before the end of the episode. Mm. Just saying. Mm. We'll see how it evens out. Mm. <laughs> it looks like it hasn't even been rated. Thank goodness. <laughs> like, she's just like, <laughs> like, yeah, no, like we've seen that happen to restaurants. They get rated and reviewed and it ruins everything or they try to expand. And it's like, no, you were perfect. as just a little mom and pop shop. It was perfect. A lot of times when those restaurants get rated, they were rated based on how they were. Like there are mom and pop shops that get three Michelin stars. Mm -hmm. And it's because the food was so good and the experience was so itself and authentic that that's what made it good. Yes. Like, if you get something really great, you don't stray from it. You just keep doing it. So we go inside, and this restaurant is filled with color, and it's lush, and it's a little exotic, and they're playing Middle Eastern music, and it just is, ugh, it just feels like, ooh, I want to hang out. I want to I want to hang out in this restaurant. Uh, like, as I walked in, I just felt like I could smell the spice yes. in the air, and I was like, yes. I want to go to there, please. And now I want Indian food. Yes. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm hungry now. Mm -hmm. uh, are we sure they're open? Hmm. It smells open. Love you, Pinkie Pie. I love you. And so out comes this pony, and her name is Saffron Masala. And I'm not going to do that accent because no. Nope, not for Thank us. <laughs> nope, nope. I'm Saffron Masala, the chef here at Tasty Treat, the most exotic cuisine in Canterlot. Would you like to hear about the specials? We're actually in a bit of a hurry. Yes, please. We have a curried oat cake. We'll take one. And a grass sandwich that has been marinated overnight in a mustard Dijon dressing. How can you say no to that? And for you? Oh, me? Oh, I'm fine. No, thank you. No rating. <sighs> and so then out walks this, this pony that is just grumbling to himself. Hiya, what's your name? Coriander Cumin. Are you a chef here too? My daughter cooks. I host. Then why are you stacking chairs? 
Without customers, I have no pony to host for, so I stack. Father, stop it. Don't close up the restaurant around our guests. (laughs) What does it matter? When they leave, no pony else will be coming in. Well, your attitude isn't going to bring anyone in. Can't you at least pretend to be positive? Oh boy, it's a family restaurant fight. That's the best. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I do thoroughly enjoy the family restaurant dynamic. It's just like any family workplace environment on a television show cracks me up. I don't know why. (laughs) I want to go to at least one of these restaurants that's like a family owned place where everything is great and it's awesome and the service is great, but they're just bickering with each other. It would just be so fun. (laughs) Like not angry, but just like poking each other in the side the whole time. (laughs) Uh, So Pinkie Pie has her face in her plate. Because that's how she's eaten. So good! You are doing enough pretending for the both of us. No pony here wants to try anything new. I know when to throw in the towel. Um, Pinky, perhaps we should excuse ourselves. Oh, Rarity, try this! And, like, she stuffs food in Rarity's face, which people should do more often. Ooh! And Rarity likes it! What? Oh, Rarity. I'm so shocked. Mm. Maybe if you would listen to my ideas for once. Oh, yes. I did not move halfway across Equestria for my daughter that I never listened to. Rarity, I think the friendship problem just kablammed us right between the eyes. These two? Oh, I don't know, darling. The food is excellent, but I'm not sure there's much you and I can do to help them. What would you have me do? We can't even get Zesty Gourmand to come to our restaurant. She took one look at how empty it was and said it wasn't even worth trying. (gasps) That's it! Yes! Uh, what's it? The flow has led us here. This is our mission. We are going to get you a three-hoof rating and save your restaurant. I can get Zesty Gourmand here. (gasps) And I can pack this place with ponies! Hmm. How do you intend to do such a thing? Just Just leave leave it it to us! us. Okay, so they got a plan. This feels very Lucy and Ethel to me. Like, hijinks will ensue. There's nothing about this that doesn't mean hijinks. It's a little bit later, and Saffron and Coriander are still kind of like bickering at each other. Father, will you please stop packing things? When the lovely pony comes back and says she couldn't convince Zesty Gourmand to come visit us, we will need to pack all this up. I am just getting a head start. You really don't know Rarity. (laughs) I've done it! See? It took all of my charm and cajoling, but I was able to convince Zesty Gourmand to come and try the food. What is the catch? Ah, yes. Well, um, there is a little bit of a challenge. The only time she could make herself available is tonight. Pfft. Huh. Yeah, right. Okay. So, Rarity has promised Zesty Gourmand that it's going to be great. So, Rarity's plan is to... Just fix a few things on the menu and the decor to make Zesty happy. Sure. Uh-huh. And then Pinkie Pie, her plan is to go out and drum up customers to come eat the food so that they'll be there when Zesty shows up. Simple, easy. What could go wrong? Mm-hmm. It's also an idea of like whitewashing as well because it's like, hey, you have this awesome like flavor and culture. I'm just going to like, make it fit in this box. Let's tone it down a little to not offend the snooties. Oh, yeah. it's gonna get a whole lot worse. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it, yes, it will. Oh, mm. boy. 
All right. So <laughs> Pinkie Pie's on her way. Her and Saffron are out. I hope my father doesn't drive Rarity crazy. It'll be fine. Rarity's going to make sure that the Tasty Tree is the most unique and beautiful restaurant in Canterlot. Not like all those stuffy places on Restaurant Row. Now we get the uh, Indian music, which, like, for the restaurant, again, I, I'm fine with it. It's just that these actors aren't Indian and it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> so we have this song. It's gonna work. I know it's gonna work. It's gonna work out just fine. Trust me. It's gonna work. I swear it's gonna work. It's gonna work out just fine. You'll see. Be unique. Just be the same. It's not a bad song, but the whole thing is she's bringing in people to paint and make the restaurant look exactly like all the other restaurants. Yeah. That's the plan. Yep. And Pinkie Pie is singing the exact opposite to Saffron. She's saying, like, you you can do this. Like, you've got to be yourself. And it's going to be great because you're so interesting as who you are. And Rarity's just rude oh. as fuck. Okay, okay. I am not going to mitigate that this is bad. Mm-hmm. There is an element to what Rarity is doing where in Rarity's experience, everything she's done is fashion, right? Everything she deals with is about trying to catch up to the latest trend and staying on top of the trend. No, 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 no. And so... No, 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 no. In fashion, you have to be interesting and new and create the trend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Rarity is going against all of her fashion-y type advice for this crap. (laughs) Hmm. It's... Which might make Zesty Gourmand's... um, insults at her later a little more real and true than we might think they're slightly valid in this like rarity this is not your lane fair assessment Mm -hmm. (laughs) still problematic oh i mean it's it's terrible i'm just trying to get inside the mind of rarity rarity does legitimately think this is helpful yep (sighs) (sighs) so we get to the end of the song and like Saffron and Pinky haven't gotten anybody. The day is almost over and we haven't found any ponies. What will we do? Try harder. Phyllis and Gentle Cold. Check out the super stupendous, amazing cuisine at the Tasty Treat. Grand reopening tonight. And she is sign spinning into oblivion. I I really like these sign spinning aspects. I think there should be more of that in Ponyville. Only Pinkie Pie would do it, though. Yes. And so, like, two Canterlot ponies show up. How many hooves does it have? No hooves yet, but hopefully soon. Well, when it gets raided, let us know. Ugh, stupid hooves! And like, <laughs> she accidentally drops her sign in front of some tourist ponies. Whoa, look at this, hon. Oh, the tasty treat. Do you think that's a restaurant, sugar? Yes, yes it is. Oh, we came from Canterlot from Minneapolis to be adventurous. But so far, the food in all these hoity-toity places tastes like some pony cooked up nothing with a side of nothing. Facts. <laughs> I gotta say, I love y'all's accents so much. I love y'all's voice stuff. It's so good. Thank <laughs> you. It's, we have way too much fun with this. And then what's really bad is that when we're watching the show to take our notes... We start reading the subtitles in character. <laughs> I love it. So they invite these tourist ponies to the restaurant, and we cut over to the restaurant, and Rarity's cleaning the glass. This is going to be exactly what Zesty is looking for. And the door opens, and it's Saffron and Pinky. Father, we're back. Rarity! 
What did you do? Oh, Pinkie Pie is not happy. Like, this restaurant looks boring now. Before it was lush and comfortable and cool, and now it's not. And poor Coriander in the waiter tux. (sighs) He looked very uncomfortable. He's so uncomfortable. I love how sarcastic he is about it, though. Welcome to the tasty treat. You can eat here if you want or not. Who cares? <laughs> okay, I would be in, I would find that endearing if I went to a restaurant. Be like, what happened to you, you poor person? I need to I know. Would, I would too. That would be my favorite person ever. <laughs> the, the pony just gives up. He's like, eh, have a seat. Like the Eeyore ponies. Yes. Oh, I'd love it. It would be so amazing. I thought you were trying to make the most unique and beautiful restaurant in Canterlot, not make it exactly like every other restaurant. (laughs) We want to help our friends by getting them three hooves. That will only happen if this is like every other restaurant. And then Coriander comes out with a dish of food. Father, what is this? (laughs) And Pinkie Pie Pie sees the tiny food. Not that. Anything but that. Like, I, I understand. Like it's a horror movie. Yes, she's frightened by the tiny food, and I would be too. She's traumatized. Yes, and so they're they're arguing back and forth about this, and then Rarity's like, you don't know what you're talking about. Now, where are the guests? How many did you get? And Pinkie Pie and Saffron say, two. Just two? I thought you said you could pack the place with ponies no matter what. You said you could make the restaurant better. So I guess we both didn't know what we were talking about. Fair assessment. At least Pinky's calling it out as it is. She's like, hey, at least I tried. Yeah, I tried and I didn't do it. You tried and you did a horrible job. (laughs) And I love that she's not, she's still Rarity's friend. Like she's pissed off at Rarity here, but she's also freaking out in the moment. Just that sheer horror of like, oh no, we both didn't know what we were supposed to do. Ah. So they get this knock on the door and they open the door and it's this really creepy pony. Zesty gourmand. Everybody places. Okay, so Zesty Gourmand is meant to actually look like Anton Ego from Ratatouille. She looks exactly like Anton Ego and talks like him, too. It's weird. I've not seen Ratatouille, so. He's a snooty person. So, like, whenever she pushed him out, I was like, is this supposed to be, like, Tilda Swinston or something? Because that's who it reminded me of. No, but that's a very, like, that's that's a very good vibe. Yeah. It's definitely on the mood board for Zesty. Yes. So... Zesty comes in. Everyone's nervous. Welcome to the tasty treat. What can I get you this evening? I hardly think it matters, but by all means, try your best to impress. And then our tourist ponies show up and they sit down and they're being greeted. Well, we'll show try the specials this evening, maybe with a little kick to it, eh? Yeah, we've been craving some food with actual taste. And then we see Saffron has run to the kitchen and she's like desperately like throwing stuff in the pot. And like she's like crazed at this point. Saffron Masala, what are you doing? I'm trying to save her reputation. I've given at least a little bit of flavor. (laughs) (sighs) The idea of flavorless food. No, no, thank you. So I love that at the suggestion of flavor, Rarity chimes in. No, 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 no. That's not what Zesty wants. What kind of food expert doesn't want flavor? That's insane. Fact. It is. It is insane. That's that's called grass. That's just <laughs> eating grass at that point, which like, you know, your ponies, but still. It's true. <sighs> they offer a grass sandwich. Oh, Jesus. 
No, thank you. It was soaked overnight in flavor, so obviously it was had something to it. So Saffron like pours something into a bowl, and Pinkie Pie just quickly takes it, and she's going to take it out there. And Rarity tries to stop her and trips her, and then the bowl goes flying, and it makes it all over Zesty. And, you know, Pinkie Pie and Rarity yell, I think we're done here. And she starts to get up to walk out. Zesty, please wait. Allow me to explain. Rarity, when it comes to fashion, you are adequate. But take some advice from a friend. Keep your opinions out of restaurants. Substandard food, laughable service. And I would think even you could recognize that the decor here is trying desperately while desperately failing. Recommending a disreputable place such as this could do serious damage to your social standing. Disreputable? You mean a place with food that actually tastes good? Any pony can throw ingredients together and create an obvious taste that uncultured ponies like those two can register. And she's she's makes a pointed look at the tourist ponies. Oh, jeez. Bitch. She is a straight up bitch. I do not like her. Nope. nope. Not a fan. Nope, we do not like her. Even Chargirl takes some offense to that. Hey! But it takes true culinary artists to create a subtle taste, the barest hint of a sensation. That's what I bring to Canterlot. That's art. What the fuck is a subtle taste? Fuck that noise. It's called, it tastes like nothing. (laughs) She can take her knives and go. She can go. Because this is Karen horrible. Can take your potato salad and t- uh, just screw off. <laughs> yeah, you go to the barn and eat your hay alone <laughs> in sadness. <laughs> I mean, I will say there there is a place for that very fancy, very you know bite specific type of food, but it's meant to mm-hmm. be an experience. Like the best restaurants like that, they do like eleven course meals and it's three hours, and you savor this different experiences of food. And it's meant to be that way. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with trying that as a restaurant, but it shouldn't be at the exclusion of just also really good, solid food from any number of cultures. Like there's room for all of it. And the thing that there's, you know, you have to have a high art as food as the only way is just preposterous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And food should just have taste. Like it can be simple. It can be complex. It should have taste and you should enjoy what you're eating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the doors close and it's a little bit later and they're all just kind of like sitting around in the booths. I'm so embarrassed. I don't know that there are words to adequately express how truly sorry we are. The worst has happened. No use crying over spilt food now. And Saffron comes in and she's got food for everybody. Here, this always cheered me up when I was younger. (gasps) My spicy flat noodle soup. So they all start, start taking a sip of it. Oh my, this is truly delightful. Mm, this is the best thing you've made so far, and I thought the food before was the best. That's all I've ever wanted to do, Father. Make food for the ponies of Canterlot like the food we made together when I was younger. It has been so long since we cooked together. <laughs> Remember how you used to hide the ingredients you did not like? <laughs> that's adorable. Yes, that's really cute. That's freaking adorable. It's nice whenever they bring up stuff like that because it's like, oh yeah, a little backstory. I love it. Yes. Well, it's such a it's such a sweet scene because it's a reminder of why people, you know, go into the business of making food in the first place. 
so many of them, it's based on an experience or based on a touchstone in their lives. <laughs> and they're making food that is important to them. Yeah. In some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. But definitely, like, I love watching the Great British Break Off and, like, hearing their stories, yes! like, how they cooked with their grand and stuff. I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. You know what? Who cares what some stuffy unicorn thinks of the food here? It's exquisite. That's true. Hey, some stuffy unicorn thinks of the food. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder. <sighs> you know, okay, her apology was heartfelt. Fair. She's just like, I don't know how to begin to say I'm sorry. Like, no, it's true. And I appreciate that she's realized, like, this. it's stupid to only care about what one pony thinks. It's just exactly like you can respect someone's opinion and you don't have to agree with them and be like, you know what? It's not for you, but it is for me. So I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. You just need ponies in here to give it a chance. Ponies that will tell every pony else in Canterlot that the tasty treat has the best food in the city. That's two times three. But without Zesty's approval, no pony will even try our food. Oh, yes, they will. Pinky, we are the perfect team for this. We are just doing the wrong jobs. I will go out and bring the crowd. You stay here and make sure this place is every bit as unique and rustic as it was the moment we walked in. And what about us? You two, you are going to cook. Make whatever you want and make a lot of it. I intend to bring a crowd. Okay, I do like determined rarity. Mm Mm-hmm. I do like it. So uh, we get the instrumental of the song they were singing before, and Rarity now has the the spinny sign thing. And she goes out there, and she starts getting the ponies. And we see Pinkie Pie is working with the painter ponies, and she's getting everything back to the way it was before. I, I thought she was going. I thought Rarity was going up to the window and be like, "Hey, you know me. You know my face. Follow me." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's she's doing that and trying to like get that recognition. And then we see Coriander and Saffron are working together in the kitchen. And so, you know, time has passed and Rarity comes back. It's almost time. Is every pony ready for the grand re-reopening? Before we open, my father and I just wanted to say thank you for all your help. We've both been so stressed about the restaurant succeeding that we forgot what it was that we loved about it in the first place. Cooking is something we used to love to do together. No matter what happens next, thank you for reminding us of that. And group hug. Group yes, hug. Group hug. And they open the doors and they welcome everybody to come in. And all of these ponies, I mean, the restaurant is full. We've got tons of ponies. They're all super excited. And we get our rando ponies of the week here. <gasps> rando ponies. Ooh. Yes. We have three options to choose from. We have Rachel Hay, Coral Bits. And Gourmand Ramsay. If you didn't catch those puns, that's Rachel Ray, Kat Cora, and Gordon Ramsay. So yes, they went celebrity chef with this crowd, which I adore. So those are going to be our options. Morgan, you don't have to tell us which one you've picked yet, but that's where they're coming from. Okay. It's going to be a famous pony. Famous pony. A famous pun pony. (laughs) And Zesty has walked in and she sees all this. What is this? What is every pony doing here? This place has no hooves. It is not even keeping the level of cuisine that I have set for Cantalot. Nobody told you this place was acceptable. Uh, Rarity and her friend said it was good? They told us. They told you? And who are they to tell you anything? 
Rarity can tell you what hats to wear with which skirts. Her friend can tell you how to maintain a tragic look for a frizzy mane. They can't tell you what food you can eat. She went after Pinkie Pie. I know. I was like, rude. <laughs> she went after her hair. Wow. Her hair, of all things. So rude. And Rarity stands up. No, we can't. And neither can you. No pony has the right to tell these ponies what to think. Zesty, you have very specific... And very strange. Yes, and very strange opinions about food. And that's your right. But just because you like your food a certain way, there is no reason to tell these ponies that they need to do the same. Rarity's right. I, for one, think the food here is delicious. I own the smoked oat on Restaurant Row. I hate the food we make. From now on, it's all smoked, basted, and grilled. This is an inspiration. I own the bake shop. I'm going to bake my mother's butt cake the way she made it. Full of flavor. Yay! I just realized that's Paula Dean. <laughs> oh my god, really? That that baking pony is totally Paula Dean. Oh my god. I... She is a little Paula Dean. There's a Julia Child-esque pony there too. She's got kind of the crazy curly hair and she's wearing a green button-up shirt. But they weren't officially named on the wiki. So I could not pull them. And you're right. That is Paula Deen. And that makes me feel icky. <laughs> yeah, uh, well. Ugh, gross. Okay. But all the ponies are super excited. It's yay food. Good food. <laughs> Zesty, are you sure you would like to try the food? Ignoring a unique and fresh establishment such as this could do serious damage to your social standing. <laughs> and she goes and the door slams. Everybody yay! cheers. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so much. You are both truly amazing. And at this, Pinkie Pie and Rarity's cutie marks start ringing like telephones again. And that's the signal that they've done what they came there to do. Mm-hmm. Nothing can stop the dynamic duo of Pinkie and Rarity. And they hug and we just see everybody in the restaurant enjoying their food. Yay! Yay! Yes, and that—that's the end of our episode. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so we have—we have two things we have—we have to figure out. One, Morgan, who is your going to be a rando pony choice? Oh my who's, gosh, who's it going to be? I love Cat Cora because I loved her in Iron Chef, but really has to go to Gordon Ramsay or Gordon Ramsay, just because he's such a, a strict chef with the adults, but he's such a good guy with the kids. Yes, that's what I like about him. He doesn't put up with any bullshit with adults because they know better. But when it comes to the kids or the younger like generation of cooks and stuff, he's like so helpful. I'm like, you, sir, you, sir, get it. Also makes one hell of an adorable pony. Yes. They got the eyebrows just are the, the forehead wrinkles just right. Yes. <laughs> yes. I heard that pun and gasped. It was so good. <laughs> That's, that's good. And I do like the Rachel Hay because like, I don't like Rachel Ray as a chef or as a person, really. But they got her hair just right yeah, they, to look like Rachel Ray. They also got Cat Core's like little hair clips in, which is really yes. good. I love the hair clips. Yeah. We also got to talk about Rarity. <sighs> okay. I'm going to start this time. Oh, okay. I'm going to pitch for losing one half of a point, not a full point. Mm-hmm. As horrible as it is, the attempt she makes to try to get those three hooves is guided based on what she knows of the restaurant scene. And she thinks if we're going to get them successful, we're going to do what Zesty will want. And also how she finally comes to understand it and really fights back and is the one who stands up to Zesty at the end 
she did some really horrible things and whitewashed their restaurant, but then she stood up and fought back. And so for that, she still deserves to lose a little bit of points, but I think it should be a half point and not a full point. Morgan, your thoughts? Mm, yeah, I mean, she obviously has to lose something here because this wasn't a great episode for her at all. Yeah. Um, no, it was bad. It's not it was good. bad. Yeah. But um, I do agree that she did try to clean it up at the end, but... She didn't neutralize herself. No, I think she does lose a half point. All right, I I agree with this. That was that was my thinking going in because yeah, I mean she she did a bad like a real bad. Yep. But then once she figured out like when she she realized how bad she had been, she she did what she could to fix it. So yeah, she half a point. So I believe that puts her at a six point five so far. I am just it's not looking great for Rarity this season, but I appreciate that it's not like as awful as it has been in the past. Look, last season, she jumped up really fast. She had tons of great episodes. She really did. And she even had some really good moments where I had to give her credit on episodes that weren't really hers. Where she just had good moments. So, I mean, I'm not without my benevolence, but she was awful. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Half a point for Rarity. Well, Morgan, it's been wonderful having you here with us. If people want more Morgan, where can they find more Morgan? I'm on Twitter and Instagram. More on Twitter. Not as much as Instagram at Serena Basis. That's S I R E N A B E S O S. If you want to see me do some podcast stuff like actual plays, I'm a part of the Roleplay Network with the Red Death campaign. I'm also on some one shots there. I'm also sometimes if you like live streams, like actual play live streams, I'm with Victory Condition Gaming. And then also sometimes we welcome to the party on Twitch. So I'm in a lot of places. So yeah. Morgan is everywhere. Oh gosh. I I would like to be everywhere, but um, that is not (laughs) what life has in store for me right now. (laughs) I fully understand that, too. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for being here. And until next time. Bye, everypony. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.